Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation. On the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us as we build a bridge to conversation right here throughout our great nation on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant, and... um, Thank you for coming along with us uh, here today. You know, the funny thing about all of this is this. Um, and I've noticed this over and over in the way they de- in their deportment and the way they carry themselves. The Democrats. Have you ever noticed how they always like to accuse you of being saying or doing something that they themselves are guilty of doing have you ever are you have you ever noticed how good they are at doing that they accuse you of being saying or doing something that they themselves are doing and are being and are saying themselves. And it is it is one of the most frustrating things that can confront you when someone is uh, saying back to you all the time, yeah, you're another one, you're another one. <laughs> That's what they do. Uh, that's what they do. And it is one of the most uh, annoying things that can possibly be because you can think back to your childhood. And one of the most annoying things, at least for me, I don't know about you, at least for me, was for someone, yeah, yeah, you too, you're another one, yeah, you're another one, nah, nah, whatever. That's what the Democrats do. And it annoys us. And although it's going to be the, uh, in my opinion, it's going to be the uh, vehicle of their ouster. They're going to be ousted because of the way they are like that. I really believe that. And so, um, friends, hear me on this. When Hillary starts to Uh, say things like nobody likes Bernie Sanders, you had better believe that the idea behind that is that a lot of people like Bernie Sanders in that camp over there. 
Yeah, the news came out that Hillary Clinton harshly criticized uh, Senator Bernie Sanders in a new documentary. They're all making money on these documentaries. Uh, Harry and Meghan are going to make money on, on documentaries. They, the deal's already working. And um, But Hillary told said this in a new documentary, uh, The Hollywood Reporter, in an interview uh, published on Tuesday, that she would not commit to backing him if he becomes the Democrat nominee for president in the upcoming election. She wasn't going to commit to that. And in the documentary, uh, Hillary, and that's what it's called, it's called Hillary, which will premiere later in the month. Uh, Hillary Clinton slams Sanders for his work on Capitol Hill, saying he was in Congress for years. He had one senator support him. Nobody likes him. Nobody wants to work with him. He got nothing done. That's true. He was a career politician. It's all just baloney. And I feel so bad that people got sucked into it. Well, Hillary basically said what was on her mind. And she actually um, laid the groundwork for whoever might want to run over that, that plowed field that she just did and attack Bernie Sanders as a politician career politician who was in Washington the whole time that he was there and Hillary has laid the argument down that he got nothing done I am telling you that they are trying to put the fix in for Joe Biden in the midst of all of this they feel that Joe Biden is the guy who can at least give them some hope of continuing their swampish life. Joe Biden is the guy. Not Bernie. Bernie Bernie is actually the radical changer on the left, which will take our country into the pit of hell. Bernie is much that type of reformer on the left as Trump is on the right, which has taken our country economically into heights unseen before. That's how that's how by that's how polar opposite the effect of the two men and their ideals would have on this nation. That's that's the polar opposite. Bernie Sanders would turn this nation into Venezuela in the course of time. And Donald Trump will have us still that shining city on a hill. Leaps and bounds. That is the absolute difference in the two men's vision for America. And you have Hillary now uh, doing her best to take down Bernie saying that uh, it's all just baloney. I feel so bad that people got sucked into it, talking about Bernie's candidacy. The one that Hillary, uh, the, the candidate that Hillary stole the nomination from nearly four years ago, well, four years ago at their convention. She stole it. <laughs> 
Yeah. So if Hillary's against you, Bernie, man, you may have a whole lot of people for you. But this is what I was saying before we left, before, before we left for the break. I was saying to you that um, how human is it to uh, be tempted by someone coming and saying, I want to cancel your debt. It works brilliantly when it comes to money, something tangible, something you can see. But, you know, as a Christian minister and and pastor uh, and preacher for over 40 years now, the greatest pardon that we need is the, 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 the illness that gets us into this situation. Call it sin, call it evil, whatever you want to call it. There is a pardon for it. And those who uh, want to practice that religious liberty to call upon that, you know, the name of Jesus Christ in um, the public square, you come under the type of condemnation that others who practice their religion do not. And um, that's what's under attack right now. What type of nation are we going to be? And the ability to say anything or the the desire to say anything other than we are headed into socialism. Well, friends, I got to tell you. I'm not really sure that um, we can resist the temptation of the free stuff. We're weak when it comes to that. Can you resist the temptation of the free stuff? And will the call, the uh, call to give you free stuff, will the the clarion um, call for people to come get their free stuff is going to only become, will it become louder as people on the local level began to vote in these types of benefits. And then you start sending people nationally because it begins from the grassroots. You know, that's why Nancy Pelosi never says anything about the homelessness and the the, the, the mess, the literal mess that's in the streets of San Francisco. From those who are in, in, in so many ways mentally ill, homeless, and um, <laughs> don't care. They, they'll just want another clean place to mess up. Isn't that the way it goes? Give you a clean place to mess up. And once you mess that up, we'll give you another clean place to mess up. No, 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 no. Before you know it, the whole place is just littered in filth. And that is what has happened in San Francisco. Free stuff. That's what it leads to. 
But the immediate gratification did not say that. Everybody had a smile on their face. Everybody was happy doing their leisurely thing without understanding the consequences and that there is a job to be done. Yeah, there's a job to be done. And so um, the free stuff is going to be there for you, your children, and your grandchildren. And there's going to be somebody around wanting to preach that message to you, your children, and your grandchildren. Get ready for it. And the only question that is left right now is, um, will we succumb to the lure of the free stuff? president is in uh, Davos, Switzerland uh, now, and he is, um, of course, preaching the good news of the American economy. And being the person who is defending religious liberty, the way this president has defended it, uh, I got to tell you something. There's going to be a lot of issues that come up. Climate's going to be one of them. But it's going to be very interesting to see the interaction that goes on between the president and the other world powers. Um, The president took the time uh, in his presentation to remind the audience that when he spoke there two years ago, early in his presidency, um, he said, I told you that we had launched the great American comeback. Today, I'm proud to declare the United States is in the midst of an economic boom. He, the, the likes of which the world has never seen before, the president said. There he is telling the truth. Now, there are some who would want to say that that is just all a bunch of hooey and it's only benefiting um, wealthy people. Well, you ask, you ask those who are benefiting from the um, low unemployment rates and the high employment rate. You ask women who uh, are starting off and kicking off their own business just how this thing is uh, playing out and working out. You ask them, they'll tell you, they'll tell you that this isn't something that's just benefiting the rich. No, this is something that is lifting all boats. This rising tide is lifting all boats. And the words that the president spoke from uh, Davos, uh, Switzerland, are absolutely true. Our nation is in the midst of an absolute. Uh, an economic boom the likes of which the world has never seen and he is able to say that in the midst of world economic powers standing there as the world's economic power the United States of America and the oddest thing is I just can't get over it the oddest thing is throughout the, the the 
administration of this president, there has been this type of success. His presidency has been successful. But yet, we are in the midst of impeaching him? We've lost our minds. I'm telling you, I'm telling you the truth. We have lost our minds. And when I think about just how um, we have gotten to this point, I am absolutely uh, grieved at the, the, the possibility that giving people free stuff in the midst of an economic boon, giving people free stuff will actually destroy the republic because the people will have realized that they can vote themselves money. It will herald the end of the republic. That was Ben Franklin 200 years ago, over 200 years ago. And it's true. To, it's, it was true then. It's true now. You know, when we look at the differences in then and now, I don't want to talk a little bit about that. When we look at the differences in then and now, do you know the truth of the matter is times and people have not changed. I want to talk about what has changed. The times and the people have not changed, not even since Franklin. But I want to talk to you about what has changed. When I return with more of the C.L. Bryant show, coast to coast and border to border, download free the C.L. Bryant show app. Follow me on Twitter at Rev, R-E-V, C.L. Bryant. And uh, hey, friends, um, people and even the times have not changed I do want to share with you what I think has changed in our America, in our world, seeing how I don't think times or people have changed. But we want to talk about what has changed. And I'm CL, coast to coast, border to border. I want to thank you all for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation right here throughout the nation, the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story the world has ever known. That would be America. I'm CL. I'll be right back.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. are lifted high Our hearts are bowing in CL, coast to coast, border to border, thanking you for coming along with us on this great day in the USA, America, in the midst of an economic boom to the likes the world has never seen. That was Donald Trump from Davos, Switzerland, among the economic leaders in our on our planet. That is absolutely true, what he has said. And um, But Franklin, I was pointing out that Ben Franklin warned the Republic over 200 years ago that the people, if when the people find that they can vote themselves money, that will herald the end of the republic now uh, friends times have not changed people have not changed I'm going to tell you what has changed since time times are people And since people haven't changed, the times, uh, they haven't changed. But let me tell you what has changed. Our toys, our gadgets, the things that make life more uh, convenient. That has changed. And the people uh, still are the same, though. And the times, oh yes, the times, they are the same too, because you still have to safeguard against the times that you're living in becoming infested with your frailty. We are frail when it comes to free stuff. And Franklin knew it 200 years ago. Where a nation like ours, with the type of freedoms that we have, he understood where we could go once the people learned that they could vote themselves money. Now, money back in the days of Franklin, yeah, I may have bought you some acreage and land and a nice house carriage, but you got to work that acreage. You got to work that land. You got to make it produce or you'll soon be broke. Right? You had to have this investment both physically, uh, emotionally, and you had to be all in financially in order to make it work. Or otherwise, you'd be ruined. Period. The times really have not changed, but our toys, our gadgets that make life more convenient have changed and make life more secure in some ways. It has changed. 
people are still suckers, though, for free stuff. Franklin knew it 200 years ago. And if we get into the habit, if we get into, uh, you know, the, the rut, holding hands with the fools who would lead us into this rut, the republic will come to an end. And so um, times, times are basically the same. People still argue about the same thing. Yeah. People back in the days of Marie Antoinette, back in the days of Caligula, people have always been the same. Times have always been the same. People have always had the same frailty. What did change? What has changed? The type of toys that we have, the type of gadgets that we have, all geared toward making life more convenient. Uh, Instead of riding the horse across the country now, you either take your car across the, um, the interstate systems, you fly through the air, You take a train, a bus, what have you. The toys have changed. From the horse and buggy, stagecoach, to air travel, gasoline-powered travel. The toys have changed. The gadgets have changed. But people, we are basically the same. We're frail. And people offer you free stuff. What? Okay, how come then would that not work on the farmer? The farmer uh, can only, you know, how, what, what are you going to do? Give him free, what are you going to do? Give him free wheat? Free cotton? The mindset of that farmer was not geared toward that at all. No, no kind of, nothing like that. You you first have to be open to people um, giving you stuff and then wanting to tell you how to run your life. Huh? Yeah, you have to be open to that. And so, uh, let me say this to you. Um, if we go there, um, be sure to do this, make a journal from this point unto the next five, 10 years. This is a pivotal, pivotal, um, year. Because we as Americans will decide which way we go. Once the people learn that they can vote themselves money, 
that will mark the end of the republic? What will uh, be the sign? What will herald the sign of the people having learned they can vote themselves money uh, by someone like uh, Bernie Sanders becoming president of the United States, someone like Elizabeth Warren becoming president of the United States? Yeah, someone like Acacia even being entertained as a possible candidate for president of the United States uh, indicates a mood in this country that you can bet is not healthy for what we know as the republic now. It is not healthy whatsoever. And so... um, That's where we are. And that's why this year is pivotal. It's an economic, spectacular economic turnaround that America has enjoyed. And the president is over in Switzerland touting that. But now what else must we take a look at. We understand that people are basically the same. I don't care how much time passes. You can uh, go back to Adam and Eve. People are still making the same mistakes, doing the same thing. It's human. It's a human thing. It's common to the race of humanity to um, want, crave that thing that the eye sees especially if there is a certain um, lack of consequences for the actions. And that is why we are seeing the type of uh, filth and and, and, uh, going on in San Francisco. It's because um, you have become tolerant of something that surely common sense would scream at you. Don't do it. Don't allow that type of thing to happen. But, but you did. And we are susceptible to doing that. If Bernie Sanders becomes president of the United States or even nominated, if Bernie Sanders gets the nomination of his party, even though I don't think there's any way that he can beat Donald John Trump, it does herald the end of a great republic if you don't take it back. And that that has nothing to do with race. It has nothing uh, to do with uh, American imperialism or anything of that nature as Tlaib and Omar and all of those would have you believe it has nothing to do with anything of that nature. What does this have to do with? It has to do with a nation that has been exceptional, but yet now, even though we are experiencing amazing Uh, economic output in our nation right now. Amazing. It only takes the frailty of our human nature to turn that around in a way that will, will make all of it go away, will make all of the prosperity go away. And why would we do that? 
Why would we hinder the, 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 the goose that's laying that golden egg? Why kill the goose? Absolutely amazing how that human nature works. Now, um, McConnell is um, proposes a swift trial. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, I forget. But I think it was Newsweek or some magazine uh, has uh, McConnell and Trump on the front of it. And the uh, magazine is saying, innocent. Now let's get on with the trial. Mitch McConnell is saying that. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell on Monday uh, proposed a condensed two-day calendar for each side to give opening statements in President Donald Trump's impeachment trial, ground rules that are uh, raising objections, of course, from Democrats, on the eve of the um, impeachment proceedings, which, of course, are historical landmark proceedings. And if Chuck Schumer is not going to let you forget just how historical all that is, because Chuck... Schumer now feels that it is his time to be in the la- the limelight. I don't know what it is about Chuck. He sort of reminds me of a vulture or something like that. <laughs> I, I, you gotta look here. You gotta get that vulture. You got that vulture thing going on. Chuck Schumer does. Oh well, I don't know if that's maybe that's not polite, but that's what's going on. Uh, they are. Um, and McConnell being the way that is being said, McConnell is obviously heralding and, and showing and pointing toward a very swift and speedy end to this. I think Lindsey Graham has gotten his point across that this need to end. Of course, it won't, but it will. And uh, then we need to focus on voting them out. Once this is over, our focus, forget the, all the screaming and shouting that the, the Democrats are going to be doing. Once this ends, and then hopefully it ends, go ahead and end soon. In my perfect world, this would drag out uh, until the summer because it would absolutely decimate the Democrat Party. But it would just wear so heavily upon the American tolerance, upon American tolerance. Yeah, upon American tolerance. We need to get it over with. We need to go ahead and get it over with. And once it's over with, we can start to dismantle the Democrat Party because they will basically want to fight this fight even further even once it's over, although it's over, they're going to want to fight this fight even further, which is okay. It's fine. Let them, let them do that. That'll be fine, (laughs) but they're going to want to fight it. So let them do it. How about this? How about let's keep, trying to maintain the strongest economy that America has seen, the lowest unemployment rate that America has seen, uh, the, 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 the largest employment rate 
opportunity for women, the strongest military. We are once again walking around the international community with our American chest and heads held high. Chest out, head held held high. That's where we are. Um, How about we continue doing that? And on the way to doing that, let's vote these Democrats out. Because they are actually hindering American prosperity. They're actually hindering American prosperity. So onward, forward, all of us making certain that we don't um, invite famine Yes, famine into our land. I, I tell you something uh, to um, check this out. Now, if you want to refresh yourself on who we are, you might want to um, read these again if you have never read them. One, the Magna Carta, the Great Charter, the Magna Carta. Read the Magna Carta. To Pilgrim's Progress, an incredible work, and um, three of the Federalist Federalist Papers. Read those. Magna Carta, Pilgrim's Progress, Federalist Papers. If you really want to know what we're all about. Well, um, climate crisis... Can a woman win the presidency? I want to um, wrap it up looking at the religion of climate crisis and, of course, entertaining the question, can a woman win the presidency? When I return with more of the C.L. Bryant show. Hey, folks, we're looking at a fabulous economy. Lowest unemployment rate, surplus of jobs, regain respect in the world, USMCA, huh? Trade deals with China going on, and uh, the president who, uh, an administration who is leading the charge and spearheading all of this great prosperity and success in our nation. Defending the faith of Christianity and Judaism, uh, Judeo-Christian values in this nation, that administration, that president, friends, you may not believe it. They're trying to impeach him. Are you kidding me? They are trying to impeach him. And you, you better realize and not necessarily him that they're after. It's you. Could it be that he's just in the way? I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant show. We'll be back in just a little bit with the home stretch of the CL Bryant show for today. Coast to coast. You thought I was worth saving. So you Change my life, you thought I was worth. 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL back with you on this great day in the USA home stretch of the CL Bryant show. Thank all of you for coming along with us here these last two hours. And if you don't get both hours of the CL Bryant show, be sure to download free the CL Bryant show app onto your favorite device. Hey, friends. Uh, I was saying to you when I left that uh, what the um, left would want to do, as nutty and as loony as it is, they would want to undo uh, this fabulous economy, this lowest of low unemployment rate, uh, the surplus of jobs, um, the regained respect that uh, this present administration has gained throughout the world, they would uh, probably stay with USMCA because, hey, you'd have to be an idiot not to. (laughs) But they would probably want to undo or do something different with the trade deal with China. They want to stop all of that, which basically has put us on the strongest footing that we uh, have been on throughout the world for a long, long time. Democrats would like to undo that. And you know what they're doing, as I said, that's what left you. They're wanting to impeach the president who is responsible for all of this being so vibrant. They would like to take us back to where we were the laughing stock, literally the laughing stock of the world. Oh, they thought they they believe that somehow uh, if they try to paint Donald John Trump as a the laughing stock of the world, that somehow his supporters would abandon him. But you know what Donald John Trump's supporters were all about? Let me tell you what they were all about. They were all about the results. That is exactly what this businessman, not politician, this businessman promised was results. And, you know, I keep hearing uh, this echoed in my ear. Uh, We're going to get so tired of winning. Winning. We're going to get so tired of winning. (laughs) Oh, my. Who could be that brash of saying something like that? He said that. But every time, thank God, that we look up in America, and if, if, you, if you're not listening to the progressive liberals, if you're listening to them, you're not, list, you're not hearing it. You're not seeing it. You're not feeling it. You're not sensing what's going on in this nation. 
if you're not if you're listening to the progressive uh, socialists, Marxists, liberals, everything is Stalag 13 in America, which is an absolute lie that they use to try to keep the masses of uninformed in check. That is what's going on with that. But the reality is, my friends, um, they want to create crisis in climate. They want to create a crisis in climate by making our children and grandchildren believe that the poor little uh, uh, polar bear out there on the uh, ice cap, he's going to die. He's going to drown. He he has nowhere to go because the ice is melting. The polar bear is no. Let me tell you something about polar bears. They are carnivorous. And if they run out of fun and things to do in the Arctic, guess what will happen? They will migrate south and eat you. (laughs) And your little dog, too. (laughs) Yeah. But it's not happening. It's not happening. So they're staying where they are. I'm not saying that animals are not encroaching more and more upon human beings. They are. But uh, if you want to talk about something that is man-made and your fault, that's what it is. (laughs) The climate is not your fault. But the animals encroaching upon your space is your fault. And you you can't really help it because, I mean, hey, let's face it. We cook some good food and the animals like it. We create good stuff to eat and the animals like the smell of it as much as you do they like the, in fact they smell it even greater and and, and uh, more volume than you do so we've created that that problem it's been that way since the frontier days <laughs> Yeah, you don't uh, you didn't necessarily not uh, keep the pies in the windows because um, somebody walking down the street is going to get them. We're talking about out in the frontier in the country. Now, so the animals don't come get it. Birds and stuff like that love blueberry and pie and peach pie, peach cobbler, too. They'll eat that. We have taught them to encroach upon our space by the foods and the lifestyle that we live that's also appealing to them. We're responsible for that, the animals encroaching, but we're not responsible for the way the climate changes. I have said it before. I'm going to leave you with these ideas before we uh, talk about can a woman be president of the United States. I 
personally believe, and having um, studied um, Scripture and uh, being a, a student of divinity, theology, uh, let me say this. I feel it is the height of hypocrisy and arrogance to somehow believe that we, the creature, can actually affect the creation that we are in such profound ways. I may, you may call me a knuckle-dragging Neanderthal for saying it, but I, I feel it is arrogant for us to even think that we, if something is wrong with the climate, we can actually save the planet's climate. It, to me, it is the height of arrogance to even think that. Because you then become God. And that is something that is far beyond uh, the most um, narcissistic dream and thought. That is just far beyond the pale of narcissism. But that's where we are headed. That's the religion that they want us to embrace, that type of narcissism, where we think that we are more than the creator, that the creature is greater than the creator who is blessed forever according to Scripture. That is where we make our mistake. Our foolish hearts become darkened, thinking that we are greater than the creation, the creator himself. And that climate is something we actually have some kind of control over. Call me whatever you want. Call me a Neanderthal. Call me a knuckle-dragger. But I just don't buy that. Can a woman become president of the United States? You better believe she can, especially in these days and times. I will reiterate and will be reiterating this often as we head into 2020, because now if you were going to play the long game, and that's something that Republicans many times, conservatives many times do not do. It's play the long game. Democrats know to play the long game. But the one thing they do not do is play the long game. And now that we know that uh, we're fighting, of course, tooth and nail for 2020 to regain the House of Representatives from Nancy Pelosi and, of course, add to the Senate and, of course, make Donald John Trump the second term president of the United States. uh, We are looking at 2024 not looking past 2020, but if you're going to play the long game, you have to take into consideration what may happen in 2024. Does Mike Pence want to be president of the United States? Uh, we don't really know that. We know he's a very good vice president of the United States, but does Mike Pence want to take that on? If not, then I think you are looking at a Nikki Haley candidacy for sure. Even if Pence wants the presidency of the United States, I think we still may be looking at a Nikki Haley presidency. And even though she will not be treated, uh, I don't believe, to uh, the dance this time around, I believe that Amy Klobuchar has 
has made enough inroad and will continue to chop down the obstacles in her way uh, heading toward 2020. Uh, when she reaches 2024, when the, the presidential election of 2024 comes around, if Pence does not want the presidency, you're going to see um, Nikki Haley uh, coming out uh, as a Republican woman for president of the United States, along with, uh, I think, a front running uh, top three, top two or three. Um, Amy Klobuchar on the Democrat side, and I believe that as they uh, head down the stretch in 2024, this is an incredible prognostication. It is nothing that uh, short of uh, that, simply that uh, a, a, pro- a prognostication, a prophecy of how women are going to fit into the American landscape politically come 2024. I think right now, those who would be in the finale would already have proved, proven themselves to be able to run the distance. Klobuchar has proven that. So has Nikki Haley. Their temperament, we have seen. America will be ready. America will be primed for a woman president at that time. And I predict right now, four years out, because they will be running this time four years for four years from now, they will be running for the presidency of the United States four years from now. Pay attention. All of you. We live in incredibly interesting times. And even though things are fabulous, unemployment is low, surplus of jobs, regain respect, dealing with China and trade, USMCA, we're blessed from sea to shining sea by God. And I want to thank him for uh, bringing us to the close of yet another day. I want to thank him for our men and women in uniform around the globe who defend our right to speak our minds. I'm CL. And until I'm able to speak with you again, my heart's felt desire for you is may God bless and keep you all. Thank you.